everyone, and welcome to um, February 5th, 2024, which is kind of crazy to say. February 5th, 2024 is field tuning container. Um, this container takes place in the brewery discord um, radio every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Louisiana time. So I just want to welcome anybody who's tuning in asynchronously. And then um, thank you to everyone who is here live. Because that's where the magic happens, in my opinion. So, you know, we're going to be pulling cards for this week, getting a feel for what messages, what breadcrumbs, what guidance might be in the air. In the water, in the earth, and in the fire <laughs> um, for this upcoming week. And I didn't pull cards like I had been doing the last couple of weeks in advance. So I didn't pull cards in advance today. Um, but I did hear, like, right before this, a number of cards to pull, which I thought was interesting, but I'm not totally wholly committed to. So let's just, yeah. Let's just check in and see what cards come up. Hmm. I'm doing like the invocations that I usually do silently. I'm not sure why. Uh -huh. Yeah, let's see what's in store for this week. The first card that came out is the Three of Swords. The next card is the Son of Wands. The next card is the Shaman of Swords. So we have the Three of Swords, the Son of Wands. The Shaman of Swords. Let's see what's next. Let's see. We have the Seven of Wands. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so the nudge that I got was to pull four cards. Um, but I'm going to pull two more just to complete the spread and then go with the card at the bottom of the deck. So again, we have the Three of Swords, the Son of Wands, the Shaman of Swords, and the Seven of Wands so far. Then we have the Two of Cups, and the Shaman of Wands. I feel like I said wands really nasally wands <laughs> so <laughs> um and at the bottom of the deck we have the ace of discs interesting energies so i'll take a photo of the cards uh, let me get my little ghetto charcuterie board out of the way <laughs> oh nice it seems like anna pulled similar cards right before this 
Do you want to say more about them and maybe like how you see those cards or what your vibe of them is? Um, thank you for asking. I honestly, I wasn't really sure. Like I haven't, I feel like I'm still processing them. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'm like, I'm still digesting these cards too. So, and it's interesting when cards come up in different contexts. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of curious for those of y'all who do pull cards, um, even if you're listening asynchronously or you're here now, if like, um, I think it's like kind of common for like tarot practices, but I know that what's common is not what everybody like, you know, you ain't got to do what's common all the time. So I wonder if you guys kind of transfer context over from different card pulls, considering like if you pull the same card or if you kind of like have like a strict, yeah, like, or no. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm wondering if you have like a strict meaning to what the cards mean or if it changes in different circumstances. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. I feel like I try and remain flexible. Like I try and take um, each card, like connect it to the context with which I'm drawing it in. Mm -hmm. But I also, you know, it's like, I can't ignore that like there are certain cards that like have, like I can't ignore patterns either. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I feel like it's both for me mm -hmm. definitely yeah and I kind of expected that because I feel like like that's the whole kind of concept not to like delineate what tarot is but because I'm like I don't have like a strict like tarot practice I just kind of think that it's a a very like potent divination tool so I'm like you know that's kind of like the lens I'm coming at it from so uh, I do feel like that's kind of what is the norm for like a lot of people that it just depends. Julie says it's both for me too. And I also feel it depends on the card. Yeah. 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 Cause I'm also thinking about another geometry where there's like, um, like a major arcana card and like, also, like, if I, I pull the card often, it starts to, like, just accumulate meaning. Um, maybe not for everyone, but that's kind of, like, how it works for me. Like, the Three of Swords, for example, I'm, like, at this point, with as many times as I've, like, pulled this card, it's hilarious to me. But I try to also, like, stay, stay kind of light-footed about how I apply meaning. Um, because I think divination is about, like, the moment and the environment and the context as well, and not just the symbol. So yeah, it can be fun. I think that's kind of what makes it fun for me personally.
Mm. Julie says the image on the Shaman of Swords, bro. Let's get into these cards then. Huh? Okay. I'm kind of excited. I don't know why. Um, are y'all excited? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't have to like, we're not going to do the call response, at least not right now. Um, so I'm, <clears throat> I'm just going to kind of read the cards in descending order of like, again, this is with the lens of this week. Um, and also keeping in mind that this can be for any day of the week. So it's not like this three of swords is from Monday. You know what I mean? So just, you know, dial this into like your particular context um, and see how this, how this read applies to your week. It might even be good to listen to even after the week is done. I tend to do that sometimes too. Um, so anyways, let's get into this three of swords. Um, so I'm going to just read the blurbs as per usual from the booklet because I think that they're powerful, like um, statements that help anchor the reading. So the Three of Swords reads, um, emotional dramas created by the mind and unfinished business. Um, swords is all about the mental realm. Um, you have the three, which I believe is a card that has to do with like transformation on the path. Um, three in numerology is like very powerful as well. Um, but the image, of course, is three women who look very similar. Um, who actually I remember reading from the larger delineation of this card. They're like three folks who have the same goals at hand, but are kind of coming at um the goal or the shared interests from their like I guess you could say like the parts of them that are like committed to like their personality, committed to their point, committed to their perspective only, um, is kind of what this card depicts. And they are going at it with each other. And <laughs> it actually kind of reminds me of like Roundup, which is another container in the room. When we were talking about how or what came up was um, this uh, lens of relating to like what the planets are doing, especially during that, that part of the week. Um, and seeing it through the lens of like three siblings. And so like, I don't know why that's coming through right now, but I'm kind of, it's kind of helping me understand this card a little bit more clearly. It's helping me understand the message more clearly. Um, and I think from the internal scope, it could be that this week might be a week where portals, opportunities, timelines, ways, Space um, perspective opens up in your field for you to see maybe the different ways that you are holding um, complex mental perspectives and com complex like mental. Um, I don't know why this card is coming out like this right now, but it almost makes me think of the two of discs, which in this deck relates to like holding complexity and nuance, but this feels more pointed towards um, kind of like a nod from spirit reminding us to connect to how you can hold like the, the truth that many things can be true at once feels like really alive right now. And that even if these things are true all at once, they can even be conflicting and be true. And so I feel like this speaks to mental dexterity more than anything. Not saying that like, oh my God, okay, everybody got to turn around and become mentally dexterous. Like, 
these are not commands. They're just kind of like a way to look at the energy of this week. And I really do feel like this week, like we might become privy to parts of ourselves that are in conflict with one another. <clears throat> and like, <clears throat> I think that the next card speaks to um, an extension of like what to do with that, you know? So like, if I see these parts of myself, what do I do with that? And I think it's really poignant that the next card, oh, did I send the photos? Oh, I did. I don't know why for a second I didn't. But you can see that the card next to it, not under. So like if you go from like left to right, you'll see that it's the Son of Wands and the Son of Wands. Let me just read it because <clears throat> I do feel like it's connected to the Three of Swords. So let's get into it. The Son of Wands is a clown. <laughs> that was just funny the way that I like that came out. He's a clown. <laughs> I'm like, he's not a clown, but <laughs> tone is important. Am I right? But it says a clown. It represents the energy <laughs> of a clown. The energy to delight um, also represents being light, relaxed, a relaxed. Spirit, spirit. Why am I struggling right now to read this? Um, let me start over. A clown, the energy to delight, light, relaxed, spirit, and freedom. <laughs> um, I'm just reading the chat. Um, but yeah, so Julie, wait, Julie says the top two cards do look like they're from a similar um they're from similar or same scenes to me. Yeah, it does. Cause there's like sim similar colors in the background, similar like themes. I love it. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm glad that you pointed that out, Julie. Cause yeah, there's something about it that feels just directly continu um, continuing the theme of the first card. Anna says that feels relieving after the three of swords. Definitely. Yeah, there's this um, energy that's like lighting up a little bit, which makes sense. I feel like when when I discover that there's like conflicting perspectives within myself, and the reason why I'm sighing is because I'm like, it's constant, bro. Like, it's constant. I think that's like, I won't say it's like the main reason why, not to be like absolutist, but I think there's part of me that kind of knows that. I can kind of like get spooked or like see those parts of myself and be like, wow, like in awe in a way that like, you know, just like, wow, I'm holding these different perspectives and like, wow, I'm able to like feel this type of way about this, but then also see why it makes me feel that way. But then I also like the layers, the layers just be layering sometimes with when it comes to like how I, how I like engage with like reality and like see reality at large and sometimes it's like really hard to like not just kind of yeah give up and so I think that levity has been this is so funny because I do feel like it's again something that came up in the roundup call where we did we kind of like touched a little bit on um how like the temperature the energetic cosmic temperature at that time at least um yeah definitely was like calling for some levity and, and that feels alive in these first two cards um and i think that that's just in general like a smart attitude to take personally whenever like 
you see something about yourself and like you're building insight and you're building like your spiritual eye like you know your ability to like see within yourself your insight so to speak um i think it's going to be i i feel like there's part of me that wants to say it's normal that you're going to see gunk and like it's normal that you're going to see like you know just conflicting parts of yourself um and so this son of wands i think reminds us to prioritize like finding levity in those circumstances you know when the insight be inciting and you know you end up breaking the fourth wall of perception within yourself don't get too down on yourself because <laughs> i feel like it's not only more common but i feel like spirit is saying be easy on yourself you know take take on the attitude of seeing uh, this world a little bit more as like a divine comedy seeing your self-concept as like part of the divine comedy um and i'm not just saying that because i love dante's work but i do think that, that it's uh, also a beautiful liter liturgic metaphor that points to like a little bit of the absurdity that is the spiritual journey or like what the kind of absurdity that comes up when you're cultivating insight about where you're where you are on your path where to go on your path um it can it can be a little silly so i feel like oh my god i used to say this all the time and i don't mean to like enmesh all these different contexts in this moment but i'm like i remember for a while i i, I used to say like i'm in my hee hee era and i want to bring that back because i feel like this week you should be a little bit or i invite you to take the opportunity to if you want to be in your hee hee era if you want to if you want to okay <laughs> yeah and it says i tweeted a couple days ago whatever happened to prioritizing play yeah definitely then it's so interesting because i'm like okay then I feel like the Shaman of Swords, which is like the next card. Um, I'm going to read that. I read it from the booklets. I'm going to go from there. The Shaman of Swords. All right. The Shaman of Swords um, reads, expressing the heart's desire and spirit connections. I love the Shaman of Swords card for so many reasons i think that it's oh god it's so deep it's so deep this card um because i feel like now what i'm getting from this read and i love this i feel like this happens um sometimes when i'm reading cards even for myself where i get to this groove and i start to see how all the cards connect and i start to like like the bare bones of what what the draw is starts to like materialize for me. So it's kind of dope. Um, anyways. <clears throat> um, yeah, it feels like, excuse me y'all, by the way. Um, it feels like the Shaman of Swords is pointing to expression. Um, so in the earlier cards, we have this dichotomy where, you know, there's an opportunity where these archetypes are asking us to look within and then find levity. I feel like it's kind of like to balance out the hard scales, right? So it's not about like being in a state of um, just 
perpetual insight or like perpetual play. It's like as you travel between those two pillars on your journey, it feels like spirit is reminding us to, um, yeah, to like ebb and flow. But then we have the shaman of swords, which is like, and speak your truth and like acknowledge the fact that even if it's within yourself, like fuck the public arena is kind of like what I hear. Um, but like start to acknowledge within yourself, your connection with spirit. Um, I want to be honest and be like, one third of like my spiritual practice is like coming back within myself, especially in the spiritual climate right now. Whereas like, there's this like huge spiritual emergence of so many people, like not only like gifts awakening, but like where they're kind of like understanding their own personal connection with spirit. You also have like a huge group of um, thought forms and ideals that people are holding on to that are trying to convince themselves if woo is even real. And I think that that's fair because I feel like for so many reasons, it's fair. But nevertheless, <laughs> I feel like part of, part of this message is like, even if you don't want to like declare or like have a um, public facing like relationship with spirit, which is totally fine. I think some of the most cultivated spiritualists and people who have a relationship with spirit, who are the most cultivated, are kind of like not even just low key about it. They're like so devoted that like overstating it is a bit much, you know, which is more, I think, reflective of like their character and their integrity, in my opinion. But why am I saying all this? Because I feel like the Shaman of Swords is like speak, like speak your relationship to spirit, affirm it to yourself, have a practice that actually has that part of communication built in with spirit. So like, even if it's not like a physical practice where it's like you're talking out loud, like maybe it's like about your inner dialogue too. And I think that, yeah, the shaman of swords has to do with, I think it's twofold. It's like how you communicate about what spirit communicates to you and then like how you communicate to yourself about what spirit communicates to you so it's like an as within so without kind of like hermetic dichotomy at play here um which is really powerful i think i'm kind of like pausing for a second because i feel like i said a lot and i'm curious what that brings up for y'all Anna says in the chat, you mentioned, quote, breaking the fourth wall, and that's what the ladder evoked for me. Yeah. And for those of y'all who are listening asynchronously, the ladder is on the Shaman of Swords card. It's like one of the symbols, along with this, like, I think hibiscus flower. This person with, like, yellow sa Super Saiyan hair, blue coming out of their mouth the yellow descending into orange, descending into red. So it's, then there's like a sword of truth, but like the sword of truth is on the floor. The person is speaking. They're in, in the moments, in the act of speaking, which I love. It kind of like gives, puts a whole new spin on the, the sword of truth for me. 
And then Anna says that um, breaking the fourth wall, and that's what the ladder evoked for me through using the voice in particular, she emphasizes. Thank you for saying that. Julie says, aligns for me. I hate to prove shit. So I'm going to talk my ish. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to sip my coffee on that one. Period. <laughs> Shall we go on to the next card? Yeah. Shall we do it? Shall we do it? Shall we do it? Let's do it. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're like halfway through the spread, and I wonder... I wonder if there's anything else coming up for anyone before I move on. I'm gonna pause and hold a little bit more space for reflection. No pressure though. I just, yeah, I just wanna make sure that I'm holding space before I move on. Julie says, well, the crown on the shaman is making me think of the Statue of Liberty, that with the eagle. Mm, I feel it points to freedom. Ooh. Do you want to say more? Mm. Julie says, so freedom will come from expression. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. That's the vibe, especially with this, like, the crown being that, like, bright yellow. And I just, like, tuning into the yellow of the other cards. And for some reason, I'm like, yeah, for the way that you're speaking to freedom and yellow is really driving for me right now. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know why that tracks. <laughs> but yeah. Freedom of expression, I feel like. Hmm. Also, like, you know, throat shocker things. Which is, I feel like, I'm like my heart chakra is doing something so I'm like holding space for that too but I also see people are typing so I'm like okay all right energy is moving <laughs> so Anna says Haha, <laughs> yeah, um, has definitely been coming up for me too regarding throat chakra. Mm -hmm. 
Do you want to say more on how? I'm going to read what Ahmed said in the meantime. Um, Ahmed says, oh, interesting about the colors from red roots to expression in yellow, using the throat or taking in spirit. So blue for throat or third eye, depending on how you're looking at it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, blue is usually the color that I associate with throat and then yellow with solar plexus. Um, so, yeah. But then there's, yeah, like that red rooted color in the center of the shaman's throat, which is, which is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of like evocative and really auspicious for me because I feel like it, I actually like, I had a moment where I was like recording one of my podcast episodes and um, I was like musing on, I didn't post this one, but I was musing on how my voice has changed as I've like grown up and like my age and like different experiences, like all my journey. Um, and like how I was having a conversation with one of my friends recently that like, that involved us talking about how like different textures of our voice can like indicate different like energetic states. And I think we've, we've talked about it in the room. So it's not like novel, but I also feel like it's, it's interesting because I don't want to say like, oh my God, this week, you know, like, like in the sense that like we're playing Mario Kart and this is like points, like, oh my God, look for portals that like your throat chakra is going to open on this day. But I'm like, mm, there might be like opportunity and like spiritual and ancestral support, to, like help you um, develop and kind of cultivate space and awareness for where like expression becomes more effortless. So, yeah. And Ahmed says, because I saw it as taken in the blue um, as opposed to expelling it. Yeah, yeah, because the lips of this figure are blue. So, yeah, you're right. It could be either like they're taking in the power to like power their expression. Comes from this like full like bodied grounding or full bodied like um engagement i should say yeah i like that i like that actually julie says yeah it's interesting the way the colors flow definitely because it's like is it in is it flowing in is it flowing out so i like that the card is kind of giving us a, a chance to look at uh from from that like different perspective And it says, mm, I've been experiencing a lot of tension in my jaw lately and like tuning into that and also bringing awareness to when I am clenching my jaw unconsciously. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yes, I'm like the amount of times in the day where I'll realize I'm like clenching my jaw or like, I don't know, it's so weird where I'm like, I realize I don't have full aware like my awareness isn't like flowing through my face it's just kind of like stuck to the back of my skull or something I'm like what am I doing <laughs> I just get really curious and I'm like let me ground let me ground for a second and so yeah I'm always I'm always fascinated by the way that the throat chakra works um 
and just fascinated also by like expression in general so yeah speaking of throat chakra i'm going to take a sip of water okay so we have some you know some space for i think throat chakra openings this week or like brightening some stuff in the throat chakra energetically metaphysically speaking um so i'm gonna move on to the next card now um and still holding space in the chat as well but let's see so the next card that we have is the seven of wands the seven of wands represents defending a position explaining yourself and also represents the diversity of opinions. Ooh. Defending a position, explaining yourself, and diversity of opinion. Ah. You know, and this is interesting because this card is like, like we're in the red polarity. Or is this like this whole card, the, the scene, the background is red. You have... <laughs> seven figures in the card looking like they're kind of like counseling or like discussing something yeah because like at first glance i thought this card was like a conflict card but to me it looks like there's many different people discussing many different perspectives um and different ideas regarding one subject Interesting. Oh, interesting. Mm. The gnosis that I just got on this was so juicy. Oh, the tea is flowing in right now, y'all. I love it. I'm going to read a little bit of the chat first. Um, Anna says, it's kind of like needing to stand out from the crowd to me, to elevate one's perspective, to raise your voice, et cetera, et cetera. Interesting. Yeah, I can see, I can see how you see that. Yeah. Elevate one's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely like saying that something needs to get worked out. I'd say. And then um, Julie says, the differing facial expressions is loud to me. I wonder what it's conveying to you. Because you even have like different postures. There's people sitting, there's people standing, there's some people laying down, there's somebody like looking down. It's, yeah, it's an, it's an active card. There's a lot going on for sure. It's interesting because I'm having that moment again where I'm like, the reading is coming together. So forgive my excitement. <laughs> I'm curious to hear the download you got, Hoda. Yeah, thanks, Ahmed. Yeah, I guess what I'm braiding together so far has to do with um, this, yeah, this idea of like a myriad of different perspectives and how earlier in the Three of Swords, we were kind of talking about like this ability to hold complex and even like dissenting opinions or perspectives about something in your own awareness and like not just like hold on to them but i'm kind of thinking about um that kind of message and that nudge and i'm kind of relaying it to this card 
in relation to, yeah, the shaman of swords is, I think about this like spirit self communication, this like narrative building, this like narrative co-construction with like, there's a train passing, so I'm gonna mute you guys. I'm so sorry. Okay, thanks for waiting, y'all. I'm not gonna edit that out either. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I think what I was connecting was this um, this idea of, um, because the Seven of Wands says, defending a position, explaining yourself and diversity of opinions. Um, I think it was kind of speaking to like what the shadow of, or the other side of the coin, maybe I should say, of maybe what causes people to restrain themselves from speaking their full truth or like from diving into how they like how they express themselves they're like that's the best way that i can put it um and i think that the in the download that i got was like about how mm, how can i refine this relating to what the other side of the coin is if like communication can be refined and can come from this like deeper um kind of wellspring of connection with the body with the perception with with one's perception with one's environment at large um then what's the thing that might keep somebody from doing that i think the seven of wands is pointing to like this um diffusion of of different energies and different um god i don't know how to put this but like a way that energy is like leaking um to prevent from smooth and like embodied communication and it's interesting because i'm like tripping up all my words but i'm like i feel like tripping up all my words is like my authentic expression <laughs> a little bit um so yeah, I wonder if that makes sense for y'all. And um, I wonder if it brings up anything, too. I'm like, I was, I was tripping a little bit, but... Mm -hmm. let's see in the chat i'm just reading it mm -mm 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 -mm. <clears throat> um so anna was saying um earlier that also um the seven of wands feels like leadership in solving problems um julie was saying to put it simply regarding the facial expressions, that there's a time and a place for each position, each component working and weaving. Yeah, thanks for saying that, Julie. Definitely. I felt like that was coming through for me as well, where I'm like, I think like that's 
that's one lens that helps me see more clearly like yeah how how energy can be diffused over like many different contexts and like how that can cause i guess i don't want to say cause because i'm like it's not about causality i think it's like speaking to like blocks and um when there isn't an understanding of each component working and weaving whether it's like in your internal system of selves or if it's about like other environments that you're part of like that can kind of like cause frustration stagnation that can kind of cause resent that can kind of like leave words left unspoken is kind of like what I'm getting from it as well so I appreciate you for adding that piece Julie because I feel like yeah that speaks to like a support system like where each component is working and weaving in like in this like symbiotic um collaboration I think that that's what helps support like smooth communication and so when that's off, I feel like the seven of wands and I would be down to pull a clarifier, but I don't want the spread to get too big. Um, yeah, that's what it feels like to me, the seven of wands. Too. <clears throat> Ahmed says, yeah, I felt like it was connected to the three of swords or of, of holding on to the truth of whatever that ruminating unfolded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ruminating is such a good word because. Oof. I feel like that really captures the three of swords, bruh. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. Um, Anna says, definitely, it feels like maybe the fear we must overcome with the shaman of swords coming out. Yeah, definitely. Like that other polarity. Um, Lexi says, kind of reminds me of moving without giving into perfectionism. Egregores, definitely. Love that read. Thanks for collaborating on it with, with me, guys. Yeah, because it's interesting because I'm like, yeah, now things are clicking together. For me, regarding this reading, um, and just to move on to the Two of Cups, I'll read what that card is, what, what the card symbolizes. Two of Cups represents the union of opposites felt in the self, a promise to come together. Yeah, this is about the inner journey, y'all. I feel like this week is like, <laughs> I feel like there's going to be, yeah, that energetic and ancestral support to help, um, I think, like, harmonize with, like, these different parts of ourself that are, like, staggered, maybe, like, across time, across situation, across context. And it's interesting because I'm like, that's the example that keeps coming to mind. <clears throat> and so, yeah, I think, like, the Two of Cups... Earlier, you know, I was talking about how, like, every card has, like, a little meaning. The Two of Cups, to me, is about, like, um, the process of, like, inner harmony. Whereas, like, the Lover's card is, like, this um, this milestone of inner harmony. To me, the Two of Cups is, like, these are, like, the unionizing of these polar emotions. And this is, like, a, the two card, the, the, the number two also represents um, things coming together and, like, through the act of those things coming together, these two like opposite or maybe like differentiated geometries coming together to create um, like a harmonic composition. And especially with it being cups, it feels like peace. Honestly, like this card, when I get it personally for myself or for other people, I smile because it feels like, like especially with these like mermaid type figurines, in the photo, I feel like it represents this, like, 
um, this inner harmony that also might presuppose what this shaman of swords is pointing us to. I really feel like this reading is centered in the shaman of swords and is going to be centered in the shaman of wands, but we haven't gotten to it yet. And I feel like the two of cups is, yeah, again, reiterating that not only does it take this like ability to give every part of yourself like a job. And I'm, I'm thinking about like when I used to work in kindergarten classrooms, how like um, every week there was like, a student or a couple of students, a handful of students who had jobs and they rotated based on like um, the class's behavior, like just so many factors and stuff like that. And so I feel like the seven of wands is that, that reassurance to like recapitulate your parts. And then the two of cups is also like speaking to um, harmonizing like this emotional um, backdrop, this like emotional tapestry or like if there is harmony there relishing in that a little bit and being like okay like I actually feel kind of good again because this is like emotions right like maybe creating a little bit of space to like express and share gratitude right like if there is a little bit of a window to cultivate this relationship with spirit where like you're like expressing yourself you're allowing yourself to be an extension of this like this connection that you have, then I feel like the Two of Cups is, is about like this and creating this like, or acknowledging the emotional safe space that you have within yourself or like the emotional intelligence that you have within yourself to have cultivated um, an opportunity to be in harmony with like yourself, your voice, and again, like how you express yourself. Um, yeah, there's something really stabilizing about this Two of Cups card for me. Um, hmm. That's really encouraging. I love that. <laughs> um, then we have the Shaman of Wands. I predicted this card was going to be big. If it isn't, I'm sorry in advance. I'm sorry in advance. So let's read what the Shaman of Wands is about. The Shaman of Wands represents the liaison between groups representing power issues, an authority, or a specialist. Ooh. A liaison between groups, power issues, an authority, or a specialist. Hmm. It's also the combination of fire on fire. Ooh, spirit is spitting me away. This is speaking to me. Um, wow. Wow. Anna says her channel is lit too, Ashe. Yeah, I'm getting the sense that this Shaman of Wands is like, and this will be the result of all of this inner cultivation. <laughs> but also on a like more grounded level, I feel like it connects to um, a symbol. I feel like it is a symbol that relays to us that, um, well, like first I feel like this week is about kind of like recognizing this interplay of, of parts within yourself 
like some sort of awareness or like presence practice um, might be helpful. And I also really encourage if you're gonna do it, like freestyle it because I feel like that's also part of this week's energy. Like again, with the Son of Wands being here about play, then we have this big kind of like reminder of like cultivating peace with the Two of Cups. I feel like the Shaman of Wands to me is a figure who is, he is open, he is vulnerable, he is in touch with the cosmos, he's in touch with the earth, he's in touch with his connection to the ancestors, he's in touch with the um, energy of time, you know, present, past, and future. And I think that though this is a wands card, and this is like a fire on fire, which I think even for me, I would imagine being a little bit of out of control, I think speaks to some sort of completed process when you match your own fire. I don't know if y'all can hear my fridge making these sounds. It doesn't happen often. Um, but yeah, I'm getting the sense that there is this weaving and this co-creative factor of balance and harmony that can be precipitated, that is being offered to be precipitated when you can like match your inner fire with the velocity of, of and the rate of change at which, I don't know, I guess the universe is like bringing your way. Um, the bottom of the deck card is the Ace of Discs. So the Ace of Discs um, kind of represents giving birth to something birth to an idea, bringing something into the material realm from the ethers. And so the Shaman of Wands to me speaks to like, like if I were to pull this card personally for myself at this moment, I would be like, yeah, this card is definitely spirit being like, keep going, keep going because what you're doing is helping you embody um, an internal posture of success. What you're doing is helping you embody an internal process of longevity what you're doing isn't helping you embody a like a pot an internal posture of like hum humaneness and i feel like it's very it's very interesting because success to me right now i'm seeing it as like there's there's success as a spectrum and there's like very there's quick ways to get there quick fast and easy ways to get there and there are like long saunters towards success that I'd say for lack of better words, kind of make the whole journey worth it. Um, kind of help you forget that you're even on a journey. And I feel like that's what the Shaman of Cards, uh, Shaman of Cards, Shaman of Wands is reminding us of and um, is also, also asking us to hold tight um, as like almost like a metaphysical talisman as you go on, um, you know, just being yourself this week. And so I'm going to read the chat a little bit. Um, Anna says, it's like a higher octave of the seven of wands. Like when the two of cups is applied to the seven of wands, then you get the shaman of wands. Like the two of cups is what the seven of wands needs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a math. Like, definitely. Absolutely. I see exactly what you're saying. Because that's kind of like, I think that's why, like, even when this two of wands like 
came up like instantly like my nervous system kind of like because i'm like we have these swords and these wands and more swords and more wands and like just that trajectory between air and fire air and fire can be very like chaotic and i think that some water coming into the mix makes a lot of sense to kind of like purify the intent of the fire and then i feel like immediately with the shaman of wands showing up it's like it's like a it's like an affirmation from spirit like yeah like now keep going now that you like remember your why you're at peace with your why you're at peace that your journey of success or whatever is going to look like x y and z now you can move forward with like this clarity of vision and also this like focus of internal passion and internal desire um yeah because that's what i think of when i think of wands as well so Woo-cha. Wonder, I wonder what y'all make of that. My channel is kind of lit up as well. I'm going to pull out an oracle card and then read it straight out of the book, if that works for y'all. I know that we're going over an hour now, which is it's, it's fine. I'm just noticing. Just noticing. Well, let's see, Sarah, what do you have for us from the Beyond Maria? Speak to us one card to really pull together this reading. This reading was beautiful. I also want to thank y'all again for being here live and for tuning in asynchronously. Let's see what the rock of cards have for us. Hmm. Aw. So the card that came out is the Furred and Feathered Friends. Which I love this card. And I'll share the photo in the chat before I read it. <clears throat> so the fur furred and feathered friends. This card represents ethical consumption, making a difference through our food choices caring for all beings, animals, environmental awareness, doing the best we can, and animal spirit guides. Animals are intuitive and sacred beings that walk the earth beside us. They are the wisdom keepers of many earth traditions and some of our most loving companions. They have much to teach us, and yet this, uh, the way some species are treated is quite unbelievable. As we become more empathetic and our sense of compassion expands beyond that of our own family and community sphere, we start to see other beings and the quality of their lives as interconnected and equal 
We may be inspired to align our actions with our compassion to minimize the harm we do to the planet and all her inhabitants. As humans are evolving and moving to a lighter consciousness, our bodies may struggle to digest what was once healthy and fortifying. Oh my God, we were talking about this earlier with gluten in the room. Um, also, when we are doing the work spiritually, we may feel more sensitive to things that don't fit with our values. When we take on the energy of a product that has suffering imbued in it, no matter how good it tastes, or even how organic it is, we may notice a lowering of our vibration as it challenges our spiritual integrity. That also reminds me of how, not to like dox you, Lexi, but like how you've spoken to like channeling light language a lot before like imbibing with like food and like all kinds of things. Um, Julie said my third eye just buzzed. Yeah, my neck just went like clickety-clack. <laughs> Legit vibrated. Oh, wow. Mm, energy's moving. Um, is it okay if I keep reading, y'all? Please do. Okay, cool. Um, that is not to say that there is one way of living and eating that everyone should adopt. This message is about doing the best we can within our circumstances. It is not always possible to access nutritious or locally produced alternatives. However, as consumers, we do have the power to push for change by choosing how and where we spend our money. We have many more options in the West than in previous generations for plant-based plant alternatives. If that's aligned for you, that's, that's just me. Furthermore, there is evidence to show that minimizing the intake of animal-based foods helps to address a range of endemic health issues, which, again, exercise nuance. I just feel like I have to say that. As the false food pyramid falls away, they reveal themselves as misinformation and misinformative marketing tools of the meat industry. We can let go of this falsehood and choose the nutritious... nutritious what choose nutrition that is sustainable healthy and inspiring sorry y'all i'm so fucking unserious <laughs> oh my god <laughs> right anna says there is no agenda i'm like okay and i do i mean i do agree with what she's saying about the false pyramids of food um I also, um, I also agree with what's being said about environmental factors such as land clearing and being mindful of water use um, I agree with what she's saying about scratching the surface, but I'm like, child, you can't tell people to be discerning about what to eat and then suggest what they should eat. Maybe you should just say for yourself. But anyways, anyways, um, she offers a prayer at the end of this. Um, oh my God, wait, y'all listen to this. There is no need to be dogmatic about making a shift, but do what you can. It does make a difference. She said it best. I'm see, I ain't even got to say none. I ain't even got to say none. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so there's included a uh, Sanskrit prayer, um, and it's a translated version. May all beings everywhere be happy and free, and may the thoughts, words, and actions of my own life contribute in some way to that happiness and to that freedom for all. 
It is by Loka Samashta Tsukino Bahavantu. <laughs> Got some laughing happening in the chat. It's so funny emojis. Okay, I'm going to read the divinatory meaning of this card. Uh, that works for y'all. <laughs> um, look at how you choose to nourish your physical body and your ethics and reasoning surround your food, surrounding your food choices. Where possible, explore fortifying, filling, and nutritious alternatives. Your body and energy will thank you for it. This card also signifies strong animal energies. That could mean working more closely with an animal spirit guide or bringing a four-legged companion into your life. You may have a greater awareness of the wisdom of animals that you encounter and what their traits or messages mean to you. Yeah, that really tracks for me. Because I feel like it's interesting because there was like nothing about animals, I guess, at face value that came up in the reading. But upon reflecting on this oracle card, I can see that it's this reading is speaking to um, the refinement of that part of us that is. I guess you can say like wild and untamed. And I guess for me, what's coming through right now is like refinement doesn't mean control. And like they're, they're very different things to me. And like when I think of like refinement, I think of like sharpening a, a blade so that not so that it's like more violent, but so that it actually is more effective. Um, whereas I feel like control is like, the opposite of that. I can't even think of it. <laughs> but I feel like in that example, I guess what I'm what I'm hoping to emphasize <laughs> is that yeah, I think um, like spiritual practice to like exercise control over yourself can um, I think just be just be as harmful as like not having spiritual practice altogether or as unhygienic I should say as not having one all together no tea no shade but um yeah I do think that this uh furred and feathered friends oracle card is kind of helping us yeah it's actually helping me refine my idea of refinement which is which is pretty cool yeah and it says maybe I want that. That's what Lexi be doing. <laughs> Anna says, let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Thanks, Mary Oliver. Shout out to Mary Oliver. Yeah, and I get the sense of, like, working with that and loving it. <laughs> like, at the risk of sounding like um, a Maybelline ad. Um... I guess I'll play off of it and be like, maybe if you're born with it, maybe you should love it. So, yeah, I think this can go for many different things. I'm being vague on purpose. Um, but for this week, I'd say that I won't say that it's centered in self-love. I think that this is a week where self-acceptance 
I think that this is a week where um, seeing yourself like from a more like humane lens, treating your practice as somebody who's in it for the long run, for like a good time and a long time is probably wise. And also like, hey, like if you want to go get a pet, do that too. This might be, if you've been thinking about it, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> so I'm going to relieve Craig. And um, I want to thank y'all again for being here and tuning into Field Tuning. Um, yeah, join us here every Monday at 3.30. And I hope you guys take care of yourselves. Peace. Oh. Okay, bye for real. <laughs>